sound The Two Grown to Pretend podcast is hosted by Chipochi Karanyoni and Regina Chari. We love each other, our differences, and Jesus, but we have opinions about everything. We're praying about that. <laughs> Grab a beverage and a snack and join us as we share with you today what we're too grown to pretend about. Um, How are you, Regina Jones Chari? You know what? I am pretty good. I I had a really hard, exhausting week last week, mm-hmm. which I feel like that has been every week since March of 2020, <laughs> and I just keep expecting it to be different. Um, but some things went really well in the past couple of days that have kind of just given me like a boost of energy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that happen for you? Like when you feel yeah. like you have a win and then all of a sudden you feel like you have you like a rocket sales. booster? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm sleepy. I feel like that's a permanent state of my being. Because you have a small child. Yeah. And there's a lot like going on in my mind. But yeah. So (laughs) I just, I'm like, (laughs) I would just rather be sleeping. Uh, but I'm, I'm good. I'm strong. I think. Yeah. I'm tired, but I'm strong. So yeah. Um, also had a couple of wins. Um, so hoping that those wins become something. So I'm good. I'm good. I yes. think on a scale of one to, to 10, I'm, I'm probably a, a 65, which I think is good. Oh. Yeah. Six, 6.5, which is 65% people. <laughs> just in case I, I people was, are like, how she get 65? Well, I was numbering in my head and I was it's trying to think, like, to are 10. you way above no, no. exceptional? 65%, 6.5. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Percents can be confusing. <laughs> if it's out of 10, it's quite straightforward, though. Yeah. <laughs> But math yeah. is not you for were a teacher. <laughs> Clearly, I was not a math teacher actually. <laughs> but you still had to give people a percentage for a grade, right? Or no? I did. I did. Yeah. That was so percentages are good for you. Not always. You have to be using numbers that make sense to me. Okay. So if you're like four out of thirteen, I'm. I nope. don't know nope. what that means. I'll just say I did well. <laughs> Four out of thirteen is not doing well, Regina. Oh no, I know, God. but if I don't understand the numbering, I I am cheering myself on. Ah, I see. Okay, right. What about you? How Mr. are you doing, Sondi, How are you? I'm fine. Eh? Yeah. Could be better, but I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. You could be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The right. week last week was tough, but yeah, I was late on most of my appointments. Really? Yeah, but not intentionally. Just life happening. Yeah, life happening, yeah. That happens. And your job is kind of hard. Yeah, everyone will be demanding something from you at the same time. Yeah. Concurrently, so you have to find a balance. And clearly you choose to do this first. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. That laugh should tell us enough. Thank you, Kudak. <laughs> I'm passion driven, so that Bless explains. You. Yeah. Bless you. Thank you for your passion yeah. and sharing it with us. For we sure. are the benefactors of your great passion. Yeah. Um, Did you have anything going on that was fun this weekend? Um, let me see. Let me think. Oh, um, Friday, Friday night, uh, went to a thing. Um, and it was like, it was, it was cool. It was a beautiful setting mm. that, um, everyone like was dressed up. So, um, Dumi was like, he, he sent a message and he's like, can you get a babysitter 
within the next hour. And oh, I was so like, it was a thing without a baby. <laughs> yeah, without, yeah. So awesome. I was like, whoa. Uh, and uh, anyway, <laughs> fast forward, found one, ended up going to the place. It's beautiful. Mm. Um, and it was like decorate, blah, blah, blah. And it was, and there was this f- floor. I've never been on a floor like this, mm. but it was, it was squares. That were lit up, and so if you yes. stand on them, they look like mirrors. But like you, it's almost also it it gives this illusion like you could fall through. I don't know, but yes. it was very. But mm. it was a dance floor that had all these. Um, so that was fun, and the band, and did you dance? yeah, the live band was amazing. They were so good. They played two cool music, which I was okay with. I was so happy. Oh, that's nice. so nice. Um. And did a dance break, a short mm-hmm. dance break with the with the guy on saxophone. Of course cool. you did. It was of very course cool. you did. It was fun. It was fun. Um, I love going dancing, I, but I just don't do it enough. And I've never yeah. been a goer outer. Like, mm. yes, it's never been part of my. Were you a huge partier, or are you still a huge partier? Well, yes, I was. Um, I would say no. I am not still, Nyasha. Nyasha does not like going out. Really? He does not. He likes very small groups of people, and he likes his gatherings few and far between. I think I'm wired the same. Yeah. So he, it like, if we go out one night, like, to a party or whatever, then he needs, like, a week to recover before I even suggest another one. <laughs> <laughs> We're, like... If we have a party on Friday night, then I want to know what we're doing on Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon and Saturday evening. And then, like, Sunday after church, then maybe I'll want to rest. Wow. Yeah. I just got tired listening to you describe <laughs> that. I was just like, oh, no, that's that's a lot. I am energized by, like, other people's energy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You sound like my husband. I think my husband yes. loves to host. He loves to entertain. He yes, loves, he does and, love to and host. And he does it so well. Yeah. He does it so well. I um, I shrink. And it's not because I don't like people. I just, I think, yeah. it, like, maybe it's just, it, yeah. Like, I yeah. So I'm just like, well, yep. Oh, uh, oh, and and maybe it has something to do with me not fitting in, or I don't know mm. what conversations I'm having with myself in my head. But I'm just like... Uh, this is a lot. <laughs> um, yes. and yeah, and, and I think also, like, maybe, also, I think my social bundles run yeah. out, and not because, like, I hate people. Yeah. I'm just like, I, you know, battery low. Yes. <laughs> and then some people get more jovial the later it gets. Yes. I and get, you want to go home. I, yeah, my, I'm like, I'm in, entering resting mode now, like hibernation, you know, with a mm. laptop. Like <laughs> I'm entering hibernation mode. You are entering full reboot. I, yes. we are, our energies are not. So I, I tend to err on the side of removing myself. Yeah. Because I don't want to be the wet blanket. I'm just like, okay, let me, let me remove myself yeah. and let the part, but it's not because I'm, I'm, you know, I just, I, yeah. Do you leave and leave do me there or do you guys leave together? I'm, I like, it, it's never happened that we've gone in separate cars, okay. but I like, but like if it were that, if we could travel, yes. I mean, if we were bougie like that, I don't know. <laughs> I'd say, look, man, I'm out. This yeah. was fun. I'll see you at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nyasha sometimes will do that where he will say like, you're probably going to want to stay later than I will. 
so who can drive you home or can I come back and pick you up? Like there will be times where he will say, I'm going to go now. I'm going to go watch a movie at home and then I'll come back and pick you up. Yeah. And I love him for that because I don't want to go home and watch a movie. (laughs) And I think you see, and I think that should be okay. Right. Like I just, I think, I think we, the social pressure to like, to fit in, like this is the thing where I'm just like, do we ever really leave high school? Because we're all still yeah. trying to fight to fit in. And so, um, like someone like Nyasha, who's secure enough in himself sure. to be like, peace out. I'm not pissed. Yeah, I'm not. I just no, he's totally to, happy. I just need to go, and I don't. He's just had enough people. Yeah, I will literally zone out in front of a, a bunch of people. Like I will literally, and it's because I'm not like I'm. It's and it's not so much that I'm not having a good time anymore. I just yeah. I have nothing to give anymore. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And so it's like I do know, and I think some people read that as being aloof or being off or being unhappy or and I'm just like no, I I'm just like meh. <laughs> I I'm in the nicest way. I'm done. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. But I would say that probably. I mean it. Sounds like you're just an introvert. Yeah, which I think is weird for people. <laughs> I, You know what? I think people are often surprised that someone with a huge stage presence is not extroverted. But I find a lot of my people in my life who are very good in front of a crowd on a stage are not energized in the same way by people they have to engage with like Mm. on a personal note like when you're giving a performance i think you can be energized by an audience differently than when you have to like be in a crowd yeah are you energized on stage i love i love making people laugh and yeah and I, i love yeah, I love I love moving people in that way if yes. I can and when I can. Um and then yeah. But like and I'm and I'm generally like selective. Like you're saying yes. with Nyasha, I'm selective about who I want to spend yeah. long periods of time with. Um Now, I would say I'm that also, that's true for me too. Cuz I'm cuz I also have a tendency to to like <laughs> vomit my heart out. So it's just okay. so it's not always like you don't want to be like at a party and everyone's like, go shorty. It's your birthday. birthday. And I'm like, and then the day my mom died, it was yes. And people are like, WTF? Yes, read this? the room check. Read the room check. So, so which is why, like, oh you know, gosh. like if, like yes. if it's you, if it's you die yeah. and like, you know, if, and glow, we could sit for hours. For sure. Like, if I veer off, if I bunny trail into some yeah. vulnerable space, we're it's, there with you. You're there with me. But then, like, if it's, a, if it's, I, like, yeah. And this is, like, this is, this is vulnerability at a party without alcohol. Like, I, I can't I was gonna say, I um, can't, grown folk, she <laughs> does not get drunk. <laughs> and so it's like, like, this is like, this is just me. Yeah. So it's I like, love it. so I, so I need, yeah. So I don't get energized. I don't, Get energized yes. by huge gatherings. I don't. I like. I love to dance. I think I like. Okay, I'll dance and I'll have a great time. And then you want to go. And then I'm like, cool. Um, 
we're good. Yeah. I'm okay. I will say that, especially during COVID, you know, where we haven't had large gatherings, I have found the new re-entry into large gatherings kind of weird really? because i i do find that everyone's a little awkward <laughs> and so i walk into the space and i'm picking up like the awkward energy from everyone not really remembering what to do <laughs> and then that that is hard for me because i'm picking up like everybody's energy and I'm like, man, this is not the same as like so, a party three years ago. How do you pick everyone's energy? I don't yeah, know. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to, I was like, <laughs> so this is the thing. It's probably a big part of the way that I do my work. But when people are talking to me, sometimes I don't necessarily remember what they say, but I remember how it felt. Okay. Okay. If that, I don't know if that makes sense or not. However, I will say that there's a whole lot of like not knowing what to do at a party anymore. So what I'm finding in the few parties that we've been to recently is that people are just getting more drunk. Oh, really? And because I think people are drinking more during, like in the past two years, we know that alcoholism and addiction and everything is on the rise. And now we're like having to engage with each other and we've, we haven't been in big groups. So now people right. are drinking more anyway. And then they're drinking more because of the social awkwardness of it all. Mm. And then for me, because I don't drink anymore, I'm just kind of like, oh, like maybe we do have to leave early because right. once it gets all like drunken and sloppy, then I start to kind of my mind starts to move into like let's take care of this mode and i'm like oh no i didn't come to this party to like talk with you about because drunk people often will then want to have a therapy session yeah (laughs) i'm like oh no i'm not here to listen to that yeah you you oh my gosh you just reminded me of (laughs) (laughs) there was a time because your boundaries go away when you're drunk that's true um and you force your way into other people's boundaries as well but like so uh again i I've never been drunk in my life, but there was... <laughs> yeah, she has never, ever, ever been drunk. How is that possible, though? Right? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, it's such, I don't, I don't it, understand that. Like, people have asked me that, and I, do, I don't know how to answer that. So my husband has also never been drunk. But this is interesting, because earlier you said, oh, Nyasha's so secure in himself that he probably doesn't worry about fitting in. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of why he has never drank. But, like... You talk about this awkwardness of not fitting in, and yet you've never used alcohol as like a barrier or a numb, a numbing agent with that not fitting in. That's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that is actually, I've never thought about that. But like, so when you were talking about (laughs) therapy or like drunk, um, you remind me of this time where there was the first earthquake I was ever in. at the first and only actually was years ago. I forget. I think I was a, a freshman. Yeah, I was a freshman in university. <laughs> and so I was in the tallest building on campus. And anyway, we all evacuated the building, got to the bottom. And I literally just, I was, I don't know. My, my, my volume went up. I was like talking <laughs> and I just lay down on the floor. And then this one girl who was a resident assistant, Jen, her name was Jen. <laughs> she comes to me like a couple of days later and she goes, Chibo, you were freaking out. <gasps> and I was like, really? And she was like, well, it wasn't so much like you, you were being really funny. Like you were, cause apparently I said something like, Oh, where I come from, the earth doesn't move. And then she was like, and she was like, someone came to her. A couple of people came to me and I was like, oh my gosh, is that some Bobby and girl drunk? And then Jen was like, no, 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 that's just 
like that's just how she is. Like, and I see. And, and you didn't remember saying these. Things? I did. I I remember lying down on the ground. <laughs> like I remember, but I don't remember what I said. <laughs> and and that's and I have had many incidences where people have wondered if I was drunk or high, but I've never been. Which just also tells you why I should never get involved with drugs or alcohol. Because for sure, I, never. Even when I have what I think are my wits about me, <laughs> people are still like. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. I've never felt the social pressure to, to, I think there's something about not having control with, and being vulnerable that I just, that I think, you know, but like you said, yeah, because a lot of people do drink, especially in younger years because of social anxiety or like that sense of fitting in, fitting in. Yeah. Which is what you were just talking about. Like that awkwardness of not fitting in i would say i mean i probably fit in less now than i ever have in my entire life you know i don't i don't fit in in america anymore i don't i'm never really going to fit in like at a foundational level here Mm. um yeah but i don't know I would say that I never fit in in my life like when as a little girl you know my parents lived the way that they did so that automatically made us not fit in um because they just partied harder than everybody else we knew. And then when we were removed from our parents' house and went to live with our grandparents, that was another reason I didn't fit in. Like yeah. some people lived with a mom or a dad or, you know, blended families, but we were the only person that I knew that lived with someone who wasn't one of our parents, mm. like that lived with our grandparents. Um, and that was really hard for me at a very young age. Like I didn't want to be different. Mm. I didn't want to stand out i wanted to blend in i wanted to fit in i just wanted to be like like everybody else and that automatically made us not like everybody else and brought up questions which i would say surely was a part of why i drank really oh for sure because then it it numbed me from all of that yeah oh okay yeah i see for sure so i didn't have to worry about fitting in yeah so would you say um not fitting in or not having that sense of belonging mm-hmm. it's the state of mind or is the circumstance i you see i think it's what people decide is normal mm. do you know so it's like so it's interesting you're talking about how you didn't feel like you fit yeah. in so like i um i remember being at um at primary school and being one of few students that I sure remember at the time who was being raised by a single parent. Like a lot of, a lot of my peers Mm. uh, had both parents or it was like a blended family or whatever, but there was still like that, like two people, like two people vibe. And I, and I was one of a handful that was being raised by a single parent and also um i don't know why i said and also but like it so that was so like i felt i i used to feel that as well because i was just like oh um you know at sports day for example when someone had 
when people had both their parents show up or at least one of their parents. Yeah. Like my mom was working so hard, she couldn't show up. So she would be, she was a parent that would drop me off yeah. and then come back afterwards. And that was, that was hard. That is hard. But it's weird because at an early age, I almost had an understanding of why it was. Yes. And like, it's interesting because I have this distinct memory. Oh my gosh. The one time that my mom was able to come to a sports day. And I remember she was wearing mm. yellow and she was at the finish line, like oh. cheering me on. And I was just like, <laughs> and that stayed with me, yes. right? Cause like, um, yeah, it was so special, yeah. but, but like things like that where I'm just like, oh, so it's normal to have, I'm abnormal because I don't have, uh, the people. Parents. So in that yeah. case, could I would say it was, the circumstances because mm. I was comparing mm. myself to what was. Yes. Mm. Um, and then like, uh, a few years ago when I, uh, when I was in, I was in an environment where everyone like smoke, well, most people smoked weed mm. again, that's circumstantial mm-hmm. and it sure. was deemed normal, mm. but I was like, yeah, it's a normal. I don't want to get involved with. Does that make sense? Yeah. So sometimes it, so in that case, that was a head thing for me. I made the decision to get, to not get involved with sure. that circumstantial normal. I don't know if that answers you. And so, well, but I do think, I I, cause your question was something about belonging being like a state of mind. Was or, that? Yes. yes. State of mind or based on circumstances. Which I do think it is. I mean, I think fitting in, Brene Brown talks about this. A lot. I think in, in a couple of her books, she really digs deep into this, but she talks about fitting in as being the opposite of belonging. And okay. I think belonging is more of like a mindset and, and a place that we get to in our security where fitting mm. in is different than that. Um, oh, wow. She says that um, fitting in is becoming who you think you need to be. Like in order to be accepted. So like Uh, if you're in a group of people who are smoking weed, it's smoking weed because you think you need to alter yourself in order to be accepted in that area. Where like belonging, I would say, is something different than that. Okay. I think belonging is more about ourself. It's like more being your true, authentic self wherever you are, no matter what, knowing that no matter what happens and what's going on that you are worthy of being accepted in that place. So that's when you can say like, you know, I don't need to fit in with a group of friends doing this thing because I belong. Right. But I also think that some of that mm. comes with age. Some of it comes yeah. with security, depending on mm. how you grew up. I mean, surely growing up, I wanted to fit in. I did not want to stand out in any way. I didn't want to be different. Mm. I also, because my core experience with what was going on felt so shameful with my parents, I didn't have the ability to be authentic and vulnerable. I did not have that, nor did I want it. So I wanted to just numb everything and blend in with everybody else. Now it's very different. It's very, very different. I had this interview a few weeks ago, and it was so interesting. This woman was asking questions about my relationship with Nasha, and um, she was asking about it in in the through the lens of like my addiction and my recovery and what it was like falling in love with him after that and she was asking some questions about like my experience with love growing up which was that's really hard like those are triggering conversations but i remember her asking something about what it what my life was like before i met nasha and like was i longing to be married and to be with him and 
one of the things that came up for me when I was answering that is, you know, at that point, I really didn't long to be married. Uh, my experience with relationships and romance was so weird. But at that point, I did have a deep sense of belonging. Like I knew, I know that I belong to myself. I felt a deep sense of belonging in relationship with God and with my community. Even when I moved here, you know, I was living in Vic Falls still, but I felt a deep sense of belonging with my community and especially my community in the States. And I think that opened my heart to other things. But that sense of belonging, I think, has allowed me to thrive even in an environment that I will never fit in. Like I am a white American woman living in a country of 99% black people. Even You know, I walk into the room, I'm almost always not going to fit in. Right. There's there is no fitting. In. And then I married a black man and we adopted one child and had a biological child. Like even in our family, I am the like our family photos. I am the only white person. It is very clear, like the differences. And so it's interesting to me that as a young girl, the one thing I wanted the most was just to blend and just to fit in. And then through like all of my healing journey and all of that, like fitting in became something that was not important, but belonging Mm -hmm. is hugely important. And inside, because I already felt that sense of belonging before I met Nyasha, even though I'll never fit in necessarily in his world, I know that I belong to him. And so I, I belong with him, not to him, with him. And so we can go into the most awkward of awkward of places and I can do the most awkward things because I do like I'm living outside of my own culture. And yet I don't feel that sense of like anxiety or or weirdness inside of myself that I felt as a young kid where I didn't fit in. So I do, that's a long-winded answer to say, I do think that belonging is probably more of a state of mind or a state of being Mm. than it has to do with like external circumstances. But fitting in, I think, is definitely external. Like you can look at me and even in this room and say, oh, her accent is different. Like there's a lot that's going on here that's different. So I probably don't fit in. But I do feel like in this space I belong. Right. That's, yeah. Mm. Belonging and fitting in. That's just, so there is this, they they are not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And if you have to choose one, I would say choose belonging. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Everyone wants to belong though. Yes. And that I think is an aspect of my work. It's probably my favorite thing about my work is helping people develop that positive self-worth that says no matter what's going on, no matter how I win or how I lose today, no matter who loves me or who doesn't love me, that I walk into this room, I walk around in this body being 100% worthy of love and belonging. Mm. Yeah. And belonging to yourself, I think, once you're at peace with yourself, I think is a good place. And I it think that's where I'm place. trying to arrive at because I'm like, dude, you're 40. You really need to belong to yourself now. <laughs> you need to chill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Seriously. But you know, 40 yeah. is spectacular for that. That is the time I think that we start to belong to ourselves. I hope so. And stop worrying about what other people think about us. Which is why I can sing loudly. Okay. <laughs> Easy. And yes. not worry okay. about your okay. opinion. Okay. On that note. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> it's a <laughs>